Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And Tifa, we've got um, some holidays coming up fairly quickly. And there's always a holiday coming up sooner or later. Yeah, there's holidays and celebrations. So if it's not a holiday, maybe it's somebody's birthday or um, an anniversary. There's all kinds of things we like celebrating, and we usually like to get together to do that. Yeah, Christmas is pretty much a big one, isn't it? And so it is a biggie. Yeah. Does this create problems if you're a care partner for a person living with dementia? Because everybody is so excited, we're running around, buzzing around. So it can create issues and challenges for care partners, for people living with dementia, for people who haven't been around someone for a while and are sort of zooming in and they haven't been present for a while and suddenly they're surprised. Um, It can also be tough if you don't feel welcome. So even as a guest, if you're not sure what to do, it can feel uncomfortable or at least very different than how it might have felt before. So if you're getting the family together, you may have to make some special considerations. Yeah, and so one of the things that I like to do is sort of, so were the ho- well, t- tell us about the holidays from before. So what was important about the holidays for you, for the person who's living with dementia, what was important about the holidays and what was their role in the holidays? And then for others, what is this getting together about, like from everybody's perspective, because people get together for different reasons and sort of realizing, huh, I wonder if we're all getting together for the same reason, or maybe we have different agendas. And so we come to the magic word of care provision or support or connection is agenda driven or relationship driven. So we have to sort of stand back right at the very beginning and realize Mm -hmm. who's coming, what the expectations might be, even things down to dinner choices, perhaps? (laughs) Yeah. And so where we eat, how much we eat, how big we make this, how small it is. Do we want to do dinner like later in the evening or do we want to do what most people call lunch, which in the South is called dinner, but most people call it midday meal instead because the person might be more more able to be involved, less stressed about language or abilities, or it just might be easier for everyone to do something more at noon than in the evening. Or, you know, in some places, one of the things that happens is we hold that special holiday meal till mid-afternoon. Like it's not ready at the usual time. And that may not be on the agenda this time because it's a bit much. Or maybe the person used to be the one that prepared everything. You know, that was the role. They brought everybody together. They did all the food preparation. People might have brought one or two things, but really everybody got served. It was really, and so really rethinking, would it help if the celebration was somewhere else so that the person doesn't feel that sense of responsibility or would that be stressful? So this is, I mean, it really does require some, whoa, let's step back and let's think, how are things going this year? I mean, how are things going in general? Um, who's been involved and who has not maybe been around so much. So they may not know how things have changed. And so they may really have a sense of being cheated out of their holiday by 
us being the one, like as a care partner, being the one to say, you know, I think we need to do things differently. And instead, um, you know, I'm not sure whether we want to keep trying to do what we've always done or whether it's time to start looking at some shifting um, as a transition, maybe not for right now, but as we're moving forward, um, probably well before the holiday. Well, I, I know my stamina is not what it used to be. Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine for a person living with dementia, that's something we have to consider as well. How long are they able to participate and function fully before it becomes too much? Yeah. So if, I mean, if we want people to have the best performance possible, then we need to really, my, my rule is keep it shorter, keep it smaller, keep it simpler, shorter, smaller, and simpler. And then use skill. <laughs> so, you know, you know, my, my thing is if you have skill, use it, but be real understanding. You also need to look in the mirror at yourself because if what you find yourself doing is taking on a whole bunch of additional tasks, responsibilities, um, guess who might not be able to have the same endurance they did before either. So let's flip this completely now, and we're going to visit mom, dad, grandma uh -huh. in care. Yeah. We all pile into the cars. There's 20 of us. We love to get together and see, you know, grandma at this time of year. What's that going to be like? Wow. I'm thinking, oh, I'm overwhelmed. And so my sense is maybe what you want to think about doing is having a get together elsewhere and then picking like a couple maybe two three people one little family unit coming at a time spending a little bit of time going away giving her some recovery time repeating um some people might want to come out and be present at the big event for a very brief window of time but maybe looking at again how are we going to simplify how are we going to shorten and how are we going to keep this really under control because we need it to be smaller essentially. I mean, it's just not as fair to people. Um, it puts them in a position where they might have to melt down in order to demonstrate they've reached their limit, or they might be so exhausted, they're really not able to participate. And then everybody's making comments about how the person can't participate very much. It's like, well, they're exhausted. You <laughs> thing at them. Coming off the back of nearly two years of isolation in many mm -hmm. cases, visiting may be a real strain for some people. Doing a one-person visitation or a two-person visitation might be a great way to figure out, okay, you know, we could test the limit. We could do an assessment, which is what we might want to do, sort of check it out ahead of time, just see what happens, but then plan to follow through accordingly, like use that information to make a difference this year. So I think this gets back to a line that I've heard you use a few times. I think it goes, uh, know your person, know your person, know your person. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's know your person as they were, but now see your person as they are. So I would make it a little different. So know your person as they were, but now see them as they are. And let go of what you can't have and celebrate what's possible. But you have to see them as they are. Tifa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. For more information about dementia care or training, check our website at tipasnow.com.